So let's look at what the stock markets are doing this lovely morning. The U.S. opened roughly an hour and 20 minutes ago and a bit of a mixed picture right now. Dow is down 144. NASDAQ is up 65. S&P is flat. So as I said, a bit of a mixed picture right now. This is obviously after the U.S. equity markets opened on a weaker note yesterday for June. The afternoon did help pair some of the losses, but still uh, not enough to not post a loss. So that's uh, that was yesterday. And uh, there are obviously some warning signs by analysts, investors, other big, big investors, and CEOs of big banks saying that there are some clouds of economic uncertainty, to put it in a nicer way, uh, waiting for us in the near future. How big of an econo- economic storm it's, it's, is it brewing? Well, remains to be seen. Nobody can really predict that with certainty. So when these kind of predictions are voiced out, I would just take them with a pinch of salt because markets have a mind of their own and how they behave and how they take certain things into perspective. Just look look at what was being said at in, about inflation just a few months ago. Everybody was like, oh, it's transitory and it's going to pass and we're going to be okay and we will, won't need any huge interest rate hikes to curb it. Here, yet here we are scrambling to raise interest, interest rates so that we could uh, control that beast of inflation. Mm-hmm. And the focus has suddenly shifted from having full employment to controlling inflation. So things are always fluid in the global economic picture. Uh, Nothing should be taken as something set in stone. Things change and so do the policies and so do the rhetoric. Uh, Interestingly, uh, Secretary Janet Yellen, who was also the Fed Reserve Chair previously, was the same concern that I'm right now saying that you know, the word transitory was probably wrong. <laughs> we shouldn't have used that. Yeah. We didn't realize at that point. Hopeful. Yeah, we, we didn't realize that it was. Obviously, that was the hope for everyone, but didn't pan out that way. So yeah. So when somebody says, oh, we are headed into a deep recession or paint a very optimistic picture, for that matter, we should just let the price action and the markets dictate what's going to happen next and look at the price action to really judge for ourselves where the markets are heading to rather than any expert opinion. Because I found out in my years of following market, expert opinion is, is as good as as my own opinion. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know. Yeah, it's true. It seems it's there's always an expert to match every agenda and every narrative, right? So there yeah. always there's always seems to be an expert that says exactly what, but there's always experts that disagree as well. There's always a an ongoing debate in every issue, so it's not as easy as saying, "Well, the experts agree." No, the experts never agree on on almost no. anything. Experts are uh, they they derive their predictions from what they're seeing right now. Nobody is a crystal ball, not them, not us. So we can derive pretty much the same expectations of what what's what's probably is going to happen. Just like with these aggressive interest rate hikes that we are saying, it's probably going to slow down the economy. And you know what? If you have to fight inflation, it's probably not a bad thing, and that's probably going to happen because. 
if ec- economic growth continues to fire on all cylinders like it is inflation is probably not going to be tamed because money is going to continue to spread in the economy at a faster rate and which you know feeds into the whole inf- inflation narrative so there's certain credibility to, to to the argument that we actually need that uh, economics slowdown so as to tame the inflation because it's it's directly proportional to how the economy is doing at any certain point in time so with uh, just as we saw with the pent up demand after the pandemic economy started firing on all cylinders and then people having a lot of money to spend and that probably fed into the the growth immediately after after the pandemic and now we are beginning to see a slowdown with a different onset of economic conditions i think with that the stock markets are probably reacting in that way and they are probably going to stay under pressure in the in the foreseeable future seasonality wise macroeconomic conditions wise with the monetary policy that most of the central banks are pursuing right now so that's probably going to be the picture in the near future i think we kind of went off on a bit of a tangent there yeah. I think we, we, we started this whole conversation with a bit of a doom and gloom. It's election day in Canada or in Ontario, sorry, I yeah. should say. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're not exactly in the most optimistic of moods. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, we have so, a lot of faith in our elected leaders, of course, but of course, and that you need to keep that faith. Otherwise what what what's left then, right? Yeah. Okay, so Salesforce uh, was the best performing stock, as I talked about in the podcast yesterday, with its strong guidance and earning numbers. And both, uh, I just want to quickly look at uh, what it's uh, doing right now as well, just to give you a picture if it has followed through on its uh, on its strong numbers that we saw yesterday. So yeah, it's uh, up again around three percent again. So good solid move from uh, Salesforce again. Today, following up on uh, following up on the massive gains that we saw from uh, the business software company, uh, so that's uh, that's pretty much it for stocks. By the way, if you do want to find out what stocks are moving pre-market, I I post those ticker symbols in my stock tweets and Twitter post earlier in the day, so you can see what market movers are going probably going to have an effect that trading day you can find find fessel on twitter at fk lives to learn and also at technicity mag and he's also on stock twits as trade underscore nut awesome thank you so much for for that yeah and uh, definitely a lot of good intel on both of those channels i can attest to that this guy is a tornado he's always <laughs> up to something oh i i, I... I thought you were going to say a beast, but tornado looks as good. It's it's even better, actually. Yeah, force of nature. <laughs> no, thank you so much for. I'll take that as a compliment. But you're too <laughs> you're too kind. Okay, so let's look at uh, uh, commodities. Uh, I want to look at oil today, and it's jumped big time. And the reason behind it is that uh, the oil cartel OPEC. Uh, decided to bump up the productions going into July by 685,000 barrels a day. In reaction to that, the prices have jumped up to $115.50. Right now, it pierced that resistance at 114.15. And as long as that support holds, it 
can move up to its previous swing high of 117.80 and 118.15 extension. To the downside, we're looking at 111.65 and 110.30. So it's still under, in the hourly chart, it's still, uh, the gains are still capped under that bearish trend line. So we'll need to see if it can uh, gain strength from here or it just caves in and drops down further. Thank you, Fessel, for your overview of the markets. Appreciate your insights as always. We appreciate your time to you, the listener. Thank you for listening. Please join us again tomorrow for more up-to-the-hour market conditions and check out our other podcast outputs, which will be specifically dealing with the Forex markets and crypto trading levels and indicators. Thanks for listening. Happy trading, everyone.